0: We are on Yevamos Samach Dalet, a base in Yevamos 64b, about midway through the page. We are now going to be discussing a new topic based off of a case from the Mishnah, but it is a new topic, and essentially this is the topic that's referred to as Chazaka. This is a halachic term called Chazaka, which is basically there are many different cases and in fact different types of Chazakas, and not all Chazakas, certainly they're not the same, and they're not all equal, and each one has to be analyzed on its own. chazaka, just the term itself, means that when you establish something, you, you've created uh, a certain understanding about the, how the way things work, you make certain assumptions, and these are halakhic assumptions that we work with um, in a halakha, uh, about what exists what, when we don't know about a certain scenario, when we don't know... But certain facts, what we could assume based on uh, what has happened in the past. And so our Gemara will essentially be discussing three types of situations where Chazakah is used. And so we'll, I will just as an introduction explain the three types and then we'll see the Gemara. Case number one has to do with our Mishnah, but essentially it's a case where you have somebody Um, a couple who's married, they're married for 10 years, they're not able to have children, so they have to get divorced. So they get divorced. So the wife now, let's say she marries somebody else. And the mission says, she's allowed to marry somebody else. And they also, they're married for 10 years, and then they don't have children, so they have to get divorced. The question is, is she allowed to then marry somebody else? Because could we assume, because it's happened two, or let's say three times, let's say it happens three times, where... She then does marry somebody else for the third time. or in Her third marriage and ten years pass and she doesn't have any children. Is she allowed to marry? Uh, they have to get divorced. Is she allowed to marry a fourth person? Or do we say that because something took place two or three times, we'll see that this is a dispute in the Gemara, whether something has to take place two or three times, in order to establish uh, that in this case that she's not able to have children. Obviously, we don't know with certainty. But the chazaka tells us that we assume that she's not able to have children to the extent that we say that she's not able to then get married to somebody who has an obligation to fulfill the mitzvah of peruvu. She can marry somebody else who already has children, but then she wouldn't be able to marry somebody who hasn't had children yet. Um, So this is something called the chazaka, that it establishes the facts for us because something has taken place either two or three times. Again, this is a dispute, as we will see in the Gemara. But if it takes place two or three times, so then it establishes it uh, we, it's a, a halachic assumption that we are, we rely upon, we rely upon this assumption uh, to say, let's say that you cannot uh, get married to somebody who has not yet fulfilled the mitzvah of peruvu, of having children. That's all case number one. Case number two is, let's say a person has a couple, they have a baby boy and they do bris milah, they, they have a circumcision for the baby, and the very unfortunate and the baby dies because of the because of the circumcision second baby baby dies um, let's say third baby baby dies so now they have a fourth baby uh, so they just they they have established the fact that there's a um they they've established that there's a certain assumption that uh, their children die from circumcision so now we have this fourth baby let's say or a third baby if it happened twice, according to the opinions that we rely upon something when the event when it just happens twice. Um, so then do we do we uh, follow that assumption to say that, you know what, don't do a brist. Even though there's a mitzvah to do a brist, there's a mitzvah to, to have a circumcision. But don't do it because there's a danger involved. And so that's another type of scenario that the Gemara will discuss. And then finally, a last scenario that the Gemara will discuss is let's say you have a woman who gets married. And her husband dies at a young age. So then she marries somebody else. And that husband dies at a young age. Marries somebody else. That husband dies at a young age. So then that establishes that uh, we assume that when she marries somebody, there's something about that marriage that causes her husband to die at a young age. Uh, So that is the third scenario of a chazaka that our Gemara We'll discuss. Now, just to mention, before we actually read the Gemara, inside, when it comes to a bris mila, when it comes to the case number two of a circumcision, so that one could uh, understand, have an easier understanding with, there's something going on in the family, a medical issue in the family, where we know that they're too weak to have a circumcision, that it causes a death in the family. But in the last scenario, let's say, um, where... Uh, she marries somebody, and the husband passes away. So, what exactly, wh- what exactly happens there that we, uh, from a medical perspective, from a non medical perspective, what exactly happens is that she marries, let's say, two or three times, the husband passes away at an early age, that all of a sudden she's not allowed to marry a fourth husband. Well, is, is it a medical issue? Wh- why exactly? What exactly are we concerned about here? What exactly is happening? It doesn't seem to be a medical issue. So that is a question that the Gemara. Will in fact uh, deal with. Okay, so let's see the Gemara inside. The Gemara is working off of our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says uh, that uh, if there's a couple that gets is married for ten years, they're not able to have children, and then she the, they get divorced, the wife could then marry somebody else. Um, and the Gemara says it only mentions twice. Sheni in shlishi lo. They make the following deduction, and they say the Mishnah only said that she's allowed to get married after her first divorce. Implication is she would not be allowed to get married if, let's say, in her second marriage, again, they wait 10 years, they're married for 10 years and she's still not able to have children. The implication of the Mishnah is she would not be able to get married a third time. That, the Mishnah doesn't discuss that case. And so the implication is that it's only after the first marriage. But if it's after the second marriage, so then she is not allowed to then get married to somebody else. Why not? Because it seems to be that once she's married twice for 10 years and she's not able to have children, that is what creates the chazaka. Having an event occur twice alone uh, is enough to establish the assumption that she's not able to have children to the extent that we'll say that she cannot get married to somebody who needs to fulfill the fulfill of mitzvah in her third marriage. Uh, she's not allowed to marry somebody who needs to have children because we assume that she cannot have children. All you need are two events, meaning for her to be married twice for 10 years and not to have children, that is enough to establish what's referred to as this chazakah. Uh, and that's the uh, that's the uh, conclusion from our Mishnah. So the Gemara says, and Who is the author of our Mishnah? Who holds of that opinion? As we will see, there's a dispute. Does the event have to occur twice or three times in order for us to make such an assumption. And that's really what our Gemara will be discussing the entire time now. Is it two or three? Who do we follow? Because this is a dispute. Uh, it has to be Rebbe. Uh, Rebbe is of the opinion that the event has to occur only twice. In order for us to assume that it will happen uh, a third time. D'itana, because it's taught in a Braisa. So, Harishon, Vemais, Shlishi Divir Rebbe. Rebbe is of the opinion that if a mother has a baby and does a circumcision and dies... A second baby dies. Then by the third one, we say, don't do the circumcision. Even though there's a mitzvah to do the circumcision, but there's a danger involved. We see by the first two babies that they died from the circumcision, don't do it on the third one. That's the opinion of Rabbi. Rabbi Shimon ben, ben Gamliel argues and he says, Omer Shlishi timo, No, the third time is still, we don't know. It's not enough for us to make uh, such a clear uh, conclusion to say that uh, the third baby will die. No, that we won't assume that the baby will die. You should do a Mila. There's a mitzvah to do a circumcision. But if it happens a third time, three establishes a chazaka according to Rishim ben Gamliel. And then the fourth time you should not do a bris. So this is a big dispute between Rebbe and Roshim ben Gamliel which is going to be discussed for the rest of the gemar. What? How many times is it necessary for us to establish that this will, for us to assume that this, is, this, this will be the way it will be Moving forward, meaning whether it's in a case of whether she could have children or whether or not the child, the baby, should have a brismila circumcision or not. Uh, Rebbe's of the opinion that the event only has to occur twice for us to make such an assumption, and Roshim says it has to occur three times. Uh, they were asked, but there's a Bryce uh, which says Rebbe and Roshim Gamaliel in the opposite way. Not that Rebbe holds of two events and Roshim Gamaliel holds of three, but they flip it. So who, who are we following here? So the Gemara says, rinisa. Which brysa is the latter brysa? Meaning, which one was written later? And whichever one was the latter b'risa, the latter source, so then, that is viewed as more reliable, which is also an interesting idea, but that would be viewed as more reliable. So we have to figure out, what did Rebbe say? And what did Rabbi else say? We're not sure. Who said what? So that's what the Gemara is trying to prove. So the Gemara says as follows, Tashma. They're trying to prove this point. What did Rav Shemuel Ben Gamliel say? So we have the following story: The Amar Rav Bar Abba Amar Rav It says there's Maisa a following story that happened in Sipur, in the town of Sipur, where we have four sisters, and all four sisters they have a baby boy, Mazatov. And there were four sisters. Shemala Rishona. So the first sister had a baby boy, did a circumcision, and the baby unfortunately died. Vemeis Shniyavemeis Shlishivemeis Raviz Baas L'nei Rav Shemuel Gamliel Amar La Altimoli. So, the first sister had a baby boy, did circumcision, died. Second sister had a baby boy, circumcision, died. Third sister had a baby boy, did a circumcision, and the baby died. The fourth sister now comes to Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and says, What should I do? And he tells her, Don't go through the circumcision. So, what do we see from here? We see that it had to happen three times already. Only the fourth sister approached Rabbi Shimon It happens three times, and then they approached Rabbi Shimon So, this seems to prove to us that Rabbi Shimon is of the opinion. That the event has to occur three times before we establish it as a, a halakhically valid assumption. So the Gemara says, no, uh, this isn't necessarily a proof. Why? Uh, because Dilma, Yasushlishis, Nami, Havel, Amar, La. Uh, maybe if the third sister, the third sister never approached Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel. It was only the fourth sister who approached Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamaliel. But maybe if the third sister approached Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel, he would have said the same thing, since it happened twice already. So that's enough to establish it as as, as a proper assumption. Uh, we, we can't prove from here, just because the, it was only the fourth sister that approached Roshim Hashem Gimliel, but the third sister could have approached him. Maybe he would have said the same thing. Maybe he holds that all he needed is for the event to occur twice. So we don't have a proof. So we says no, because imkain Maya asaduseh derubchiyah barapa. If that's the case... Why are they bringing this down? This is being brought down in the rabbinic literature. What's the point of this being brought down? It seems to be that the reason why this is being brought down is to teach us this point, that Robert Turing Ben Will holds that we can only establish something as a proper assumption if it happens three times. Not if it happens twice, but it happens three times. Otherwise, why else are we bringing down this story? What else could this story add? So the Gomorrah says, wait a minute, there's a lot that this story could add. Uh, that we could have such a chazakah. That there's a concept of a chazaka of, until now, all we had, the only chazaka that we had with regards to circumcision was one family, one couple. They have four children. Here, it's very different. There are four sisters. These are all babies who are first cousins. So you might have thought that maybe we cannot create a chazaka that just because one sister has a baby boy who dies from circumcision, from circumcision and so does the second sister... Okay, but that doesn't mean that for all the other sisters that uh, they can't they shouldn't perform a brismila, they shouldn't have a circumcision. The point of this story, maybe, is not to teach us you need to have three to establish a chazaka, three times the event has to occur to establish a chazaka. No, maybe the point of the of this story is to teach us that uh even sisters, even sisters who have baby boys, they themselves could also establish a chazaka. And that's the point of this brisa. And says Rava, Rava now says, I'm Rava. Now that we said that sisters could establish a chazaka, that if one sister has a baby boy and dies from circumcision, and a second, and a third, it creates a chazaka for the other sisters. Based on that, we come to the following conclusion. Um, Rava says that a person shouldn't marry somebody, for a woman from the family of or from the family of Mitzrayim. Um, these are different diseases, lepers and different diseases. Um, and this, if they, if there are three family members that have, he says, as long as three mem- family members have this disease, so then you shouldn't marry them because it's, it's uh, they've established themselves as creating this disease. That even if it's not just within one person, but it's different family members that could establish it as a chazaka. If it happens three times. We could establish it as, as a chazaka. So, in the end of the day, with regards to this particular point, we have not actually come to a conclusion. What does Rebbe say? What does Rebbi say? All we know is that one said two, one said three. But we'll see that we assume that Rebbe is the one who said two, and Rebbi Shmuel is the one who says, uh, who says three. Um, so the Gemara now continues and says, "My havala." In the end of the day. What is the halachic conclusion about this issue? Wow, what do we follow? Does the event have to happen twice or three times? My Havela, what's the halacha? So the Gemara says, Ki also Rabbi Yitzchak bar Yosef Amr of the kamei de Reb Yochanan. Bar Yitzchak says that the following story took place in front of Rabbi Yochanan. Be dima'on In the following synagogue in the shul of Ma'on on Yom Kippur. Be Yom Kippur, Shechal Yosb and on Yom Kippur, which falls out on Shabbos. What happened? Um... Uh, one sister came and did a circumcision on their son and died then the second sister came and did a circumcision on her son and died the third sister comes and he said to her do the circumcision why? because it only happened twice it only happened twice this is what happened this is what took place um, in this shul it only happened twice. This is what Rabbi Yochanan said. And so Rabbi Yochanan, uh, based off the story from Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yochanan ruled that if it happens twice, it's not good for a chazakah. It has to happen three times in order for us to determine that it's good enough to rely upon to make the assumption that this is the way it will be moving forward. It has to happen three times. And Amr Baye Rabbi says, Isura Visakanta. not only, he says, Abai says, it was, this took place on Yom Kippur. Which means, as follows, you allowed the third baby to have, go through a circumcision, even though there's a danger involved. There's a, it's life threatening potentially, uh, but you said it's not enough. It's not enough to establish that this should be a very serious issue because it only happened twice. Furthermore, besides for it being life threatening, you've also violated Shabbos and Yom Kippur. Why? Potentially violated. Not that you did, but potentially violated Shabbos and Yom Kippur because if you're not supposed to be doing the bris, if you're not supposed to be going through the circumcision, so then not only is it not a mitzvah, but it's an avera. It's a sin. You're not allowed to do a circumcision on Shabbos if there's no if there's no reason to do the circumcision. There's no point in doing the circumcision. It's a violation of Shabbos uh, to uh, to go through a circumcision. So he says you were. So he says back to Yochanan, to this story that. You were so confident in your opinion that you allowed it, even though it was potentially life-threatening. It was Obviously, according to him, it wasn't life-threatening, but it was potentially life-threatening. According to those that held that we could establish, based on two, it is life-threatening. And not only that, it's also uh, potentially not allowed to do the bris milah uh, on Yom Kippur. But you allowed it because you said that we don't rely on two. It only happened twice, so you don't rely on two. And Abayah says, that's, that, that, that's what we see from your story. And in fact, Abayah relied upon this. Abai relied upon this report, and what happened? Uh, Abai in the end of the day, he married uh Chuma, who was the daughter of Issi, the son of Yitzchak, the son of Yehuda. And this this woman, Chuma was already married twice previously. Um, why? Because she was already married. She was already married to two people previously. Those two people both died at a, at a young age, unfortunately. And Abai married her because he said that we see from Rabbi Yochanan, we see from this story uh, that was quoted by that uh, was quoted by that was quoted by Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Yitzchak um, Bar Yosef that if it only happens twice, so then it's not good enough for us to assume that it'll happen a third time. And so these two people died at a young age. They were married to this woman, Choma. He then married her, Abai married her, and he also, he died as well while he was married to her at a younger age. Uh, he died as a result of it. Uh, so Amarava, Rava, Rava now says back, uh, after the story, he says, Is it really possible that um, somebody would actually do this to endanger themselves by marrying uh, such a woman who caused their husbands to die at a young age? Abaye, Vahiyud Amar, Abin de Samcha Yitzchak Sumka Labar Samcha, Abin Yeshna Bechazar Yitzchak Sumka Inabachazar. Abaye himself said that Avin is reliable, but Yitzchak, Rav Yitzchak Ben Yosef, the Rav Yitzchak that we quoted before, he's not reliable. the one who told us the story. He's not somebody who's reliable. Why is he not reliable? Very interesting here. Avin, uh, he returns to here when. They change previous rulings. Avin is constantly there to find out if they change previous r- rulings. Rav Yitzhak uh, Bar Yosef does not always return. He doesn't find out if they change the rulings, so he's not reliable because he's not always there to know whether or not they change the rulings. You can only go to somebody, you can only rely on somebody if they actually know the facts and therefore they, they're they're up to date to know the rulings. So Abai himself has said in the past that he doesn't follow this this particular person, Rav Yitzhak, who quoted this whole story about what took place in the shul. He himself doesn't hold of him. Furthermore, the ode, Amar de lin, mila Rava says that, okay, they could have a dispute about when it comes to Mila, about uh, whether or not it's two or three when it comes to the death of a circumcision, but do they really argue when it comes to a marriage? Just because they argue when it comes to circumcision, he says, but who says that they argue when it comes to, uh, to a marriage. All we know is that they argue about two or three when it comes to a circumcision. Uh, if if a baby dies twice or three times, does it need does it need to happen twice or three times in order for us to establish that that we have to be concerned for the future? Does it have to happen twice or three times? But where do we have such a dispute when it come, happen, when it's in the context of a marriage? But to this, the Gemara says, no, we do have a source for this in Vatana. The Bryce says as follows: We do have this. Nisus l'rishon v'meis l'shenei v'meis shlishi lotinasi Rebbe. Rebbe says. And here's the explicit. Rabbi is of the opinion that as long as it happens twice, a woman marries one person, he dies young. Marries second person, he dies young. Third person, don't get married, says Rabbi. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Le Shlishi Ravi Lo Rabbi Shimon says no. To the third one, you could get married. It has to happen three times. If he dies young, so then she shouldn't enter into a fourth marriage because it has established that she causes her husband to die at an early age. So the Gemara says, uh, the Gemara says on this, I understand when it comes to circumcision, it's logical to rely on a by circumcision because there are families that have that just have weaker bodies, the weaker blood, uh, and they can't handle circumcision. So if it happens twice or if it happens three times, we can establish it as something that we have to be seriously concerned about. Ellen Sue in my time, but when it comes to marriage, that she marries one person, marries the second person, the question we asked in our introduction. How, how how exactly does this work how, how how does this work that if uh the husband dies young it's because of her that we have to be concerned that she can't uh, get married again where it says no we, it, it could have happened we are concerned why <speaking in Hebrew> there's a dispute what is the how how could this cause a problem one explanation is that it really is coming from her uh, medically through the act of sexual relations, marital relations, there's something that's transferred over into the, her husband that causes him to die young. That's the concern. Happens once, twice. According to Rebbe, if it happens twice, can't get married a third time. According to Shimon, Shimon ben Leil, happens three times, can't get married a fourth time. That's one opinion. Ravashi says, no, it's not really something which is medical and by, something that happens medically uh, and uh, gets transferred from within the body. No, Ravashi says it's based on mazel. It's just she has a certain constellation which causes her husband's death. That uh, It's just a certain mazel that she has. A bad mazel that she has that causes her husband's death. And therefore she can't get married. My Benayu, what's the difference between the two of them? Ik Benayu, this is the last line. De eris inami midikla The practical difference is let's say in the, the first two marriages that you had where the husband passed away young, let's say they weren't halachically married. First ramifications, let's say they were only engaged. And the husband died young. They never had marital relations, so according to the first explanation, she could certainly get married again because she never had marital relations. So it wasn't because of her. According to the second explanation, that's based on bad mazel, bad bad uh, or bad constellation. Uh, so for that, that would also apply. If they're engaged. A second ramification is: let's say he dies because we see that he f- he he fell off a tree. In the first two marriages, they fell off a tree. So if it's based on the first idea, so that it's it's based on something which is transferred within the uh, sexual act itself well it's clearly that that's not what it was based on he fell off of a tree so then she should be allowed to get married a third time but if it's based on mazel so then uh, she has bad mazel so that's how why he fell off the tree because she has bad mazel with regards to her husband and and the poskim uh, the halakhic authorities say that this would also extend to let's say if there's a plague uh, within the city and many people are dying so then it can't, you can't say that it's because of her if it's based on the medical like, explanation but you could say that it's based on her if it's based on uh, her bad her bad muzzle, her bad luck. Okay? Uh, we will continue with this discussion, this interesting discussion in the next recording.